Hello, good afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Hello. Hello, welcome Hola. to Wednesdays Live, live Wednesdays at noon. And uh, we got Barrett back. I'm back. From out of space. Sorry, that was a Men in Black reference. It's okay, it's better than the reference I was making. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> we just welcome everybody. Uh, good afternoon. Is it live? Are you seeing it? Are you seeing yeah. it? Are you I'm seeing, seeing it? it? And I'm sharing it. Awesome. Sharon. Cool. Sharon's Karen. <laughs> Sharon is Karen. Luke says that quite often. Sharon is Karen. Typically about sharing my food. That's Everybody share, it. share, share. Everybody clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great moment in Facebook history. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there we are. Hey, Deb's here. Hey, Deb. Hey, he, Deb. hey Deb. Deborah. <laughs> she's right there. And she's right there. That's awesome. Whoa. How's that happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, we just welcome you. Welcome everybody. Let's see who's here. There's Debbie Myers. Hey, Debbie. Debbie. Good to see you. Priscilla. Hey, Priscilla. What up, bro? She's right there. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Let's see, who else is here? How do y'all? There's a snake in Tiffany. my boot. There's a snake in my boot. Somebody pours in the water hole. Tiffany Jenkins was there. Hey, Tiffany. Tiffany. Joel Thomas. There's Tiffany. She got Joel. She went away, then she came back. Nancy, Miss Nancy, love it. Hello, good to see you. Hello. Hello. Joel, I need to tell you, for a long time, people tried to convince me that your name was Joel. Like, people told me that's how you pronounced it. For a long time, I was concerned about what to call you. He's related to Superman. Joel. Hey, Marky's here. Hey, Marky. Marky? She's right there. Where's she at? I didn't see her. Also, <laughs> Marky's joining. Did you see her? That was like, nice. <laughs> hey, buddy. That's what you get Come when you're like an eights. Come here. Hey, we're going to, uh, for everybody that's joining, go ahead and share it. We're going to be talking about something very important today. I love our title. Where's the beef? I mean, I mean fruit. Where's the fruit? So come here, buddy. Come here. I really thought come you were joking that. when you said that was the title, too. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. No, no. No, no. That's it. Even knowing ahead of time, we could have worn Say hello. Wave. To... Say hello. Hi. Who turned six yesterday? Me. This guy. Did you have a good day? Ooh. Did you have a cool cake? Did you did you have lots of fun? Mm -hmm. Did you receive presents? What's receive mean? Huh? Receive means that you people gave to you and you took it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. Well, tell everybody hello. Hi. Say have a good day. Have a good day. <laughs> I love you. Oh. Awesome. So we just welcome you today. Whoa. Are you Instagramming in the middle of our video? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did we share this everywhere? Did you share it to mm -hmm. all the pages? Mm -hmm. That's great. I'm so glad you do that. Do <laughs> so. you realize that last week when she wasn't here, we only had like 320 views. But the week before that when she was here, we had 1.4 thousand. Really? Hey. Yeah. So apparently oh. they don't like... <laughs> Me and you, apparently, Barrett. Well, before she gets too happy, <laughs> you should know that I paid money to, for it to be promoted. Ah. So. That and my natural charisma. <laughs> but we are glad to have you back. You Thanks. bring some beauty to this because we need oh. it. <laughs> We're just rough. 
gruff, gruff, man. Two guys and a camera. Yeah. <laughs> and one beard. Two guys, one beard. <laughs> You'd be a good slogan. Shiloh. Hey, Shiloh. Shiloh. Hey, Luke. Tiffany said, happy birthday, Joel. <laughs> he said, ha, 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 ha. Anyway, we welcome you. And uh, yeah, go ahead and share it. How many shares do we have so far? Shiloh, Brad, Shiloh. Yeah. Hi, Shiloh. I miss you. <laughs> hey, Brad Shiloh. No, that's not what I said. Brad's Shiloh. There could be many Shilohs, but I wanted to make sure it was you. Hello, Shiloh. Awesome. We're going to have a good day. Hey, Oscar. What's going on, man? Good to see you. Great name. Uh, Ashley. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Ashley, I've got to talk to you sometime really soon. I've got... Uh, something I need to share with you. And uh, Oscar, I saw your Instagram today of the dude in the gym screwing up his back. That was not pretty. I was like, oh, don't do that. And uh, anyway, Ashley shared. shared. Woohoo! Good job, Ashley. Ashley with the great hair. She's such a blessing. Yep. Mm -hmm. She's a blessing. I saw somebody else with your color hair not too long ago. It was over the weekend. I saw it was, I think, Saturday night. I was like, hey, I know somebody who did that first. They were first. And uh, Justin Flowers, hey, man, good to see you. I'm so excited to see yeah. you soon. This is Paul. He's coming with me. Justin's uh, over Summer Surge. Awesome. Pastor Justin is great. That's awesome. It's uh, going to be fun. Shallow said, ha, ha, Brad Shallow. He'll appreciate that. You're my favorite. <laughs> Ashley gave us fire. Oscar. Smiling, laughing, amen. It's good. Man, I'm so glad, Oscar, I'm glad we got to meet. That really has been a blessing to me. I'm looking forward to what the Lord has in the future, and uh, it's going to be awesome. God's doing great things. Uh, have you figured up the numbers? Let me see here. This has been tremendous. Over the last two and a half weeks, three weeks, let me go here, we have been focusing on... We've been 1565. Did we start at 1136. 1565 minus 1136. In the last two and a half to three weeks, now personal evangelism, not doing a big outreach, just personal evangelism, somewhere between 15 and 20 people have yeah. taken part in this. We have influenced people to win souls, commit, make commitments to Christ, over 429 in the last three weeks. Which is awesome. Man. Glorious. It's Thank awesome. You. So, Paul, is your, your mic is all jacked up, dude. <laughs> it's wanting to turn. The dot's got to go outside, man. It, I can't help it. Go ahead, put it back close to your mouth. It's Paul yesterday wanted to clip. Paul, fix yourself. Let me add another <laughs> button. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Dun, 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 dun. Come on now. He wanted to clip his mic I in don't his hear beard. Nobody. In his beard. Jade. Jade. Did she veto it? I don't know. I vetoed it for her. <laughs> I got her back. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, uh, Priscilla said, hang it on your beard. <laughs> hey, Heather Ramsey. What's up? Hello. Hello. I always want to call your husband Kyle, but it's not. It's Zach. Zach Ramsey. That's, he was that's funny. That's not even close. I know, but it, <laughs> it's what comes to me every time. Uh, Dan Bach. Hello, sir. Hey, you know Dan. Him. Hi, Glory Dan. Glory to God. Dan Amen. is George's nephew. He's sweet. Great. Let's mm. see who's here. Sorry. Let's see who's watching right now. Whoa. Tiffany. 
Joel, Heather, Janet. Hey, Janet. Hello. I'm looking forward to meeting you. Ashley talks about you. Uh, Shiloh, Oscar, Priscilla, Ashley, Debbie, and Marky. Marky. Question Marky. is, where's my wife? Right. Hey, that's a good question. That's that's a good question. Did you know that Marky's initials spell out med? Like, Whoa. Marky can take you to med school. <laughs> <laughs> I learned this last night. It's Bra hey, me a lot. hey, Brad, Brad joined. Brad! Hi, Brad! <laughs> Brad Sto Strobel. He, Strobel. Brad Strobel. <laughs> we already had, you know, Shallow. Brad's, Brad's Shallow, mm. you know, but That's now true. Brad himself is here. So. The Brad is <laughs> the in the Brad, building. yeah. Brad interrupted me as I was talking to people last week. He'd interrupt me speaking to say goodbye to people multiple uh, times. I, He's that, like that. That sounds like Brad. It does. I, I love Brad. He's awesome. Hey, so, uh, hey, Heather, yeah, I, I love, Brad. <laughs> love Brad. In Christ. <laughs> In Christ. Hey, Heather, we have a challenge for you. You have to meet Marky. Because I want to see who wins in the height battle. Oh, you're Heather. <laughs> I've heard that, of you. Yes, yes. Uh, I want to see this because we have a challenge. I think Heather still takes the the shorter winning trophy. She's, but Heather is supposedly shorter than Becca. Yeah. And I didn't think that was possible until Marky got here. Yeah. See, I was trying to get Becca and Marky to take a picture with Scarlett last night. She's about shoulder height with both of them, and she's only six. <laughs> when we were in the Philippines and, uh, you know, it's the Pastor land of Marcus. <laughs> the land of Marcus. <laughs> you would fit right in, Marcus. That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. So we're so tall. We're so tall in the Philippines, and you got on your knees to take a picture, yeah. and yeah. was literally higher than some people. Yeah, I was up. trying to make her feel taller than it, but in that it instant, it, it kind of made her look shorter. Are you shorter. taller than Marky if you get on your knees? Ooh, I don't know. Whoa, I don't know. We'll have, the, we'll have to test All right, this no, out. No, no, no. We're stopping right now. Yeah, Go yeah. back here because it'll Marky, catch you. Marky, welcome to TV. Right. <laughs> Come here, Marky. Come here. All right. Go right here with Paul, beside Paul. Hit your we knees, We love Marky. <laughs> oh, man. He's not. Wait. All right. <laughs> Shuffle. Oh, okay. She's going to get on the camera. All right. Go stand beside Paul. I think <laughs> she's going to. She's got you, Paul. Oh, that would be a good Oh, idea. yeah. You got heels. You That's cheating. You have to do that. Like nobody can see what we're doing here, so you might. We just gotta you, take her you might have me. So thing. you might be taller than some of the Filipinos. Aww. Hey, she is. <laughs> Sad thing is, you're only so by like weird. a jaw from jaw up. Like your the top of your head is at her nose. Like <laughs> you're so cute. That is awesome. Oh, you that gain just so a hair of hair of respect. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marky. I'm so glad we did that. That's <laughs> <laughs> You know, what's cool is when, when people just kind of roll. roll with it, yeah. Just like, accept who you are. It's like me with this gap right here. See, that gap. I don't care. It's just me. It's just me. I like it. So. And Marky's like, she's like, yeah, let me go up there. Let's see who's taller. It's gay. Being tall is not always an advantage. Mm -mm. Especially when you're, when you're on an airplane for it, it, 15 ex exactly hours. Exactly. That. <laughs> and buying clothes. Really hard. Yeah. So many pants will in hit like Philippines. above your ankles. Oh. Yeah. It's always like. Uh, speaking of girl troubles. It's always flood weather. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got camera shifting. We've got to balance the space. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. Stop. Miss <laughs> Priscilla on the. 
Listen, Ice is back with my friend. No, no, no one? Okay. I, you just made both. <laughs> I was going to roll with you, but. And you thought Pastor didn't, and you decided yeah, that you're influenced? Yeah, I followed, I followed wisdom. <laughs> Heather said, I've met her. I take the win always. She always wins the short. <laughs> Danny Benoy, hello, man. Good to see you. Oh, man. It, Brad said goodbyes need to be said. So they have to. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we just welcome everybody. Go ahead. We're going to jump into today. Where's the beef? I mean, where's the fruit? <laughs> uh, where's the fruit? Uh, we've been talking about this, and uh, last night we were at Impact. We're in a series called Reset, and uh, y'all want to tell them. You don't, don't tell them what Reset's about, but how have you enjoyed it? Yes. Amen. It's been really good. Really good. How um, good is it? Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's, this, might, uh, this might offend Abby, but I think it's better than tacos. Whoa. It's we're, a big statement. We're up that there is. Now. It's a big statement. This, this is, is high level <laughs> series stuff right here. Hey, Mylene, good to see you from the Philippines. Hey. Brad and Alicia Louder, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, everybody that's joined, go ahead and share it. We're getting ready to jump into today's topic. But yeah, reset is life changing. Like, yeah. it's, and I know y'all were here when I did the series originally, but you can tell like it's ramped up a notch now. Yeah. And, um, uh, one of the things that we talked about is the fruit that a Christian should have. But just going back to reset before we're, we're not talking about that, but it's, and I don't want you to give it away, but how do you think, because I want people, they're going to see the reset series pop up before too long. Yeah. What do you think it does for you? How do you think it, like how important is it? You know, anything that the Lord gives you like that. I mean... It's literally a life change, not cliched life change. Like this will literally change your life when you invest yourself, give yourself, and humble yourself to it. Um, it'll shift your entire perspective of what's normal, what can happen, what should be happening in your life. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, to make you reevaluate where you are yeah. and where you've missed it. Yeah. yeah. And make you think like, well, where would I be? If right. I would have actually focused on yeah. purposing myself at that point, how much further. So then it really gets that, that gut check of like, yeah. hmm. Yeah. Like last night I was sitting there in my head, like I told you, I was in my head going, well, where am I seeing this? Where, what am I not seeing yeah. happen? Like, okay, so now where do I correct that at? Yeah. What yeah. I've accepted as a normal mm -hmm. is not even close to what God's normal is. Yeah. 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 Just a drop. That, well, and you've heard me say on the Reset series, this is the most important series I've ever preached for Christians. Um, it's the most important series I've ever preached. You can see how that's so. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's so important because people don't, people don't realize how much they need it until you get into it. Right. And then you're like, oh, my goodness, I, this, is, this is what I've needed. Mm -hmm. uh, I won't say that it's something that, I mean, well, Deb told me earlier, she was like, just keep preaching. Just keep talking. I don't care how long it goes. I need this. You know, she was talking about that earlier. But it's not like something that, that will make people just run and shout all the time. But it will draw you to a new level. And um, so you're going to be seeing that. I think I'm going to post the opening 
night uh, that we talked about it and just post that where I was really teaching, but it ended up kind of being preaching. I think I'm going to post it just so you can see it, but we're literally putting the together a book and curriculum on this. It may take a while to get out, but it's so important, uh, Reset. Um, it's it's kind of, I remember when the Lord gave it, I thought, I, I don't think I'll ever preach anything more important to a Christian than this. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason, there's a biblical reason for that, uh, that we pull out. And it's not complicated. Like, no, it's, it's not. It's simple, but there's so much power in so the simplicity powerful. of God. Yes, it is the connection uh, yeah. to the reality of God's power yeah. and mm-hmm. love manifesting in it's our lives. A, it's a series, too, that you could literally go back and watch over and over. Yeah. You should go back. And yeah. Over yeah. Because each time, like, I was there when you first brought it. Yeah. I preached it, and then now it's doing it in pack. There's things that I heard in the beginning the first yeah. time, but then the second time it's like, yeah. Different stuff's pulling out. So it's one of those that each time you watch it or each time you hear it, something new is going to get drawn out, yes. which will take you to the next level. It's yeah. something that doesn't get old, something that you yeah. constantly need to meditate on. That's right. That's right. And it's, it's amazing just watching the results of it, too. Like, I'm seeing it. Like, just from last week where we were introducing it again to this week, people last night automatically, they're like, things were different this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. This week they were different, not... 20 years down the road. This week they were different just because I heard the message last week. So um, anyway, we just welcome. Hey, Lisa Morton. Hey, Miss Natalie. And uh, let's see, Brian Whitley. Hey, man, good to see you. And uh, we just welcome everybody. Uh, So today we're talking about where's the fruit? You know, where's the fruit in our lives? Um, And this is something that we talked about really with through the Reset series as well is The Lord's really had me focusing on this. God has said in his word that there is certain fruit that we should be seeing in our lives. So if that's the case, um, if that's the case, where is that fruit? Where uh, Where is that fruit in our lives? Is it real? Is it Um, where are the things that God told us should be there? Are they operating in most Christians' lives? Are they not? Uh, what's, what's the deal with that? So anyway, uh, let's, let's jump on in. One of the things we want to take a look at is let's go ahead and look at, uh, Mark chapter 11, Mark chapter 11. Mark Luke, I was going the wrong direction. Paul still has to sing us the books of the Bible song. I'm just I saying. was wondering if you were going to bring that up. I need <laughs> He needs to learn the I knew, books of the gonna, Bible song. I need to learn the song first. Uh, would somebody please send him the link to the YouTube George video did, so he? he can play it over and over and learn the know. books of the Bible song? George is looking at the links to send to you. <laughs> I know he, he sent he sent two, but one of them I played it and it didn't quite sound right. Like it hasn't sounded like the one that I've heard everybody sing. So I was like, I don't mm, I don't trust George. He's a Cubs fan. There's 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 a little bit of a Emily of a Clark. Beat Hello, Emily. In old and new. Hey, family. Brian Whitley. Hey, man. Good to see you. So, um, where's the fruit? Now, here's the question on y'all's uh, little contest that you had. What were the end numbers for that week? I had 28 people that I led to Jesus. Glory to God. I think it was like right at 15, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Good, both of you. There, like we said before, there you don't lose when you're, yeah. you know, winning people to the Lord. That's exactly. awesome. Y'all did great. And uh, uh, <laughs> Deb, Deb has posted the YouTube link. <laughs> Thanks, Deb. She's empowering you. She is. She is. <laughs> she's imparting and yeah. delegating but the responsibility. Isn't that, though, is she hurting the others because of their ears? Because you hear this, this she's voice? She's just helping you honor your This is not a singing voice. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be a live thing or is it going to be a recorded thing that we play? Hmm. <laughs> Both. Tuesday Both? and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is adding to here. This is, this is neat. Now, we did say it was going to be live. I remember that part. We did. We did. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I'm right. out of my word. So, Mark chapter 11, verse 12. <laughs> And, and let's, let's look at this. Mark chapter 11, verse 12. On the next day when they had left Bethany, he became hungry. And seeing at a distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see if perhaps he would find anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, uh, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, may no one eat fruit, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening. And then if you go on down to verse 19, it says, uh, or verse 20, as they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. Being reminded, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered, saying to them, have faith in God. Have faith in God. So one of the things that you see here. Uh, if somebody can write down that scripture, so that'll be Mark eleven twelve through fourteen, and then Mark eleven twenty through twenty two. And so, what you see here is you see that Jesus. I, this story we talked about it last night. This story has always somewhat bothered me because I was like, man, I kind of feel bad for the fig tree. It wasn't the season, right? This is a great example of where we need to give ourselves to changes in doctrine. Uh, doctrine, doctrine. Uh, Chad Harrelson, what's up, man? Good to see you. Uh, Marky said, "Is Paul afraid to sing the song in front of see, everyone?" See, Marky's still new here. <laughs> I am never afraid. Marky's looking for something that would show a weakness in Paul. She's trying to make him oh, yeah. seem less intimidating. I see. I see. It's I trying. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Rachel Napier, hello. Rachel, you were Team Barrett a couple weeks ago. We won. We won. <laughs> Just saying. Stephen in the mail. Hurlburt, evangelist extraordinaire. Stephen. Brother Stephen. Brother Stephen. Stephen. Sir Pavarotti. <laughs> Sir Pavarotti. <laughs> Steven, Holly Shaver. I finally watched the video where he made my wife eat chocolate covered crickets. It's great, right? That was the it face, was the bacon, facial expression. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't chocolate. Right, that bacon. would have been better. It was like bacon ranch, <laughs> something. They tasted See, like sunflower. That's seeds. where we differ. I think the bacon ranch would be better than chocolate. Rachel, Rachel said, "Hey." Because anything hey, with hey. bacon, anything with bacon is good. Mm. Anything it, with bacon is good. It just tastes like sunflower seeds. And then the teeth got stuck in, or the legs got stuck in your teeth. It wasn't fun. It was flossing at the same time. Flossing. <laughs> Are you going to floss while you sing the book? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Nope. That was not part of the deal. 
Oh, but that would have been that, better. That was not part of the bet. Oh, you should so have thought of it. That was not part of the bet. <laughs> Rachel said, yay, Team Barrett. Okay, so going back to Scripture, getting serious. Jeez, come on, guys. I got you here for a reason. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it can only last so long. Serious times. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mark 11, he goes by the fig tree. It's the, not the season for figs. We know that there were leaves on the tree, but it wasn't the season for figs. Jesus says, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And then, you know, they're like astounded. They say, how do you do this? He said, have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. Now, what we're focusing here on is the season and the fruit. So one of the things, this always bothered me about this. Like, hey, Jesus, it wasn't the season for figs. But when, and this is a good example of how doctrine, we need to allow God yeah. to change our doctrine. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because what we're doing when we look at that, we're looking at things from a worldly point of view. A, listen to it this way, a corrupted world point of view. But Jesus is looking th at things from a heavenly point of view. Yeah. And so then you start to see this. There was, in the garden, in heaven, there is only one season, mm -hmm. and that is fruitfulness and production. This is what he gets on to for the disciples for not having the fruit of faith in the boat. Yeah. It's what he gets on to them in the parable of the sower, or in, excuse me, the parable of the talents, for not being fruitful and productive with the talents that they have. In the garden, there, you have to understand, seasons that we know where there's production and then non-production, those types of seasons only came into being after the curse. Mm -hmm. So see, if we are so used to a life filled with corruption and curse, then our mind is not set on the redemption of Christ back to the blessing of God where he said, remember, he didn't say be fruitful and multiply when it's your season. Yeah. Right. He said, be fruitful and multiply, period. There is one season right. in God, and that is fruitfulness right. and production. And so what was happening here, many people would say that Jesus cursed the fig tree. I, I would challenge that. The disciples said that he cursed it. It's not what Jesus said. What, look at it this way. Look at it more from a heavenly perspective. The curse was already in the fig tree. The curse was no production. Mm -hmm. Now, the curse was actually uh, fooling men when they thought there should be fruit, right. there wasn't fruit. Right. So, in other words, the curse active in this tree was taking men made in the image and likeness of God and bringing them to the place where they were fooled. Right. right, where they were thinking one thing because it should be one season in God, and, and it wasn't. What Jesus did was he said, hey, tree, if you're not going to change and produce fruit, then may you never fool man again. In other words, may, in other words don't stand here pretending. Mm -hmm. Don't stand here pretending. If that's not a word for the church, yeah. our job is to produce fruit. Don't stand here, church, pretending. And I, I heard uh, David Hogan, who was a missionary and, uh, and really an apostle in uh, Mexico, they, they had fruit galore. They've had over 500 people raised from the dead. That's some fruit yeah. uh, in that ministry. And I heard him say one time, 
Who are you that when the king comes walking by to say, I have no fruit? Well, Lord, it's not the season for fruit. He's the king. Right. Yeah, who's in charge here? Who's, and he comes by looking for fruit. Our job is to have fruit on us. And uh, so let's, it, I don't know if somebody put up the scripture or not, but that's Mark 11, uh, verse 12 through 14, and then Mark 11, verses 20 through 22. Now let's go over to John 15, and let's look at John 15, verse 1 through 7, or excuse me, 1 through 8. So John chapter 15, uh, verse 1 through 8 says... I am the true vine. If somebody wants to write that down as well. Thank you, Priscilla. And uh, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like that's <laughs> challenging. So who are, do you see that he's not saying we'll have fruit in season. He's saying have fruit, period. Like that's the end of the sentence. There is a responsibility and there is an expectation of God on people that are in the vine, that are born again, to produce fruit. And he says, if you don't have fruit, I'll take you away. I'll, I'll take you out of your place, he says it in Revelation. He takes away and he says, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. Fruit is very important yeah. to God. Mm-hmm. This is Jesus talking. This is red letters. Fruit is very important. And so he says, you're already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Yeah. Abide in me and I in you. And this is the key. As we abide in Christ, we will bear fruit. Yeah. If we're not abiding in him, listen to this. If we are not abiding in him, we won't bear fruit because we right. won't yeah. have the resources and the provision that we need. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. Apart from me, much fruit, not just a little, much fruit. So we don't just need fruit like every now and then. Our call Our call from God, our responsibility, according to the word, is to not just bear fruit, but bear it much Mm -hmm. fruit. I'm glad you said that. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up, and they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Verse 8, my father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and by bearing fruits, you so prove to be my disciples. You prove to be my disciples by bearing much fruit. So the first point in today is, where's the fruit? If we don't have fruit, we are not his disciples, or we're not walking it out that way. Now, listen, I've been at times in my life where I've not been bearing much fruit, And I was still on the path to being a disciple. But what he's saying is, these are the marks of a true disciple. They'll bear fruit. So then we can see that in the kingdom of God, fruitfulness, productivity is very, very important. Now, the most important thing is not the fruit itself. It's how you get to the fruit, which is by abiding. 
But here's what I want us to see. If we're not bearing fruit, it's a marker that we're not doing this thing correctly. So that leads us to this. What kind of fruit is God looking for? Because he's laid it out in his word, and that's what we're going to look at today is what kind of fruit. Because if he's laid out this item, 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 fruit, 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 and we're not matching up with that fruit in each one of those areas, there's more for us to be pushing towards. And those are indicators that we're walking right or we're not. Mm -hmm. The fruit is an indicator and a symptom of a a right relationship or a right walk with the Lord. So, ready, go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was telling Pastor and Paul. Hey, there's Jade. Hi, Jade. Hey, you made it. Uh, I was telling Pastor and Paul this morning, you know, I was reading in John chapter 8, and it's the story of the adulterous woman. And, I mean, she didn't have fruit. Her fruit was adultery. And that's where she was found. And she was brought before Jesus. And so of all the things that he was able to do, like, he could have condemned her. He Mm -hmm. could have had her killed. Like, he could have done all this stuff. And yet he saw the potential of what she could be. He saw the fruit that she would bear, not what she already had done. He saw what she could become. And so as I was reading it, I felt in the spirit that there would be people who would watch and they would hear like the list of fruit that we're going to go through and a spirit of condemnation would try to come on. And what you need to understand is God doesn't see what you're lacking. He sees what you will become, mm-hmm. can become through him. Yeah. You can bear all these fruit. It doesn't matter if you did yesterday, ever, if you've never known him, you can be everything he's called you to be. Yes. Regardless of whatever you're finding yourself in right now, you have the potential to look like Jesus. Yeah. Don't, <clears throat> don't fall under condemnation because you don't have fruit. The end result of God is to show you the fruit, to show you where you can go. So don't fall under condemnation. Yeah. Condemnation is straight from hell. It will restrict you. It will constrain you. Uh, don't fall under the condemnation of it, but utilize the fruit as markers and symptoms of, can I be doing this better? Right. Can I, do I have more talents available to me than what I thought I did? Jesus is not telling you the fruit to tell you how bad you're doing. Right. He's telling you the fruit to show you how good you can go, mm-hmm. how high you can go. He met the person in love. He met her with yes. love. That's yes. where he's going to meet you today too. And that's why I like, like uh, the part stands out is where he's talking about <clears throat> bearing fruit and then he'll prune you to produce more fruit. Right. So a lot of times we say, like last night where I was questioning myself, well, I've seen this, but I haven't been doing that much. Yes. So you naturally want to be like, well, I'm not doing exactly what's, but by you doing that, you allow him to come in and say, here's your correction. So now that one fruit that you had yes. turns into multiple fruits. Right. But as long as you submit yourself to that correction that he's given you, yes, then that's how it opens up. And that's like you were saying, he sees where you can go. That's right. And that's what we've got to understand and not bring that on us. And that's why I like that part in, that, yeah. in the verse there. Is yeah. He's still, even if you feel like you're not, he's still there to show you and correct you to get you to the point where yeah. you can. Yes. Correction isn't punishment for what you haven't been doing. It's him seeing potential in what will become through the correction. Exactly. 
So one of the things, hey Leslie, thanks for joining us. Uh, Pastor Carlos Horn, elder, it says elder on here, good to see you. And uh, I do, as we're in the middle of this, what I want you to see is this too, is that this, the law and condemnate, the law constantly, or I would, uh, let's not say the law, let's say the corruption of the flesh and sin will constantly lead you to the law and condemnation. There's something when people hear that they're not living up to God's standards, Mm -hmm. instantly the corruption of the flesh and sin takes them to the law and condemnation. Uh, You know, Mark and I were just talking about this yesterday. Uh, Sin and the corruption of the flesh instantly takes Mm -hmm. you. It always wants to take you to the law and condemnation. Our job as believers is not to fall for that trap. And so if you ever see an area where you're not, you're not where you need to be, don't go to the, the law and condemnation. Go to faith. Faith as a child that goes, oh, I can reach that, not, oh, look how bad I am. No, that's not where we're going. We're going, God's telling you these things to raise you up, to promote you, to set you higher that he might get the glory out of your promotion. Uh, So, you know, many times we were like, oh, man, I'm not doing that. And they immediately take it to, I'm not doing good enough. And now they're in condemnation. That's not the freedom Mm -hmm. that's there. They're bringing a corrupted mindset into that. And we've got to step out of that and step into the place where we say, wait a minute, what can God do through me? I can do this through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. But thanks be unto God who always leads me to triumph in here. We always have the the victory, right? Uh, Bless you too, Pastor uh, Carlos. That's awesome. Good to see you. One thing I was reading that uh, Pastor Carlos had put up this morning, I was seeing on Facebook where he's talking about one of the devil's tactics is the exaggeration. And that's what he... Like right there, that's where he exaggerates yes. that to the point where yeah. you feel you're in that spot where you can't be helped and you can't do that. And that's that's his tactic is the yeah. exaggeration of something so small, but he makes it feel like it's so yes. big and overwhelming. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. He's always making it look like he's the lion that you can't defend against yeah. right. as a roaring lion going about seeking whom he may devour. And many times when we go to the law and condemnation, literally what we're doing is we're putting us ourselves in the place where he can devour us. You know, uh, you know when, we, when we set our mind, though, on the spirit and we set our eyes on things above, that's when we can walk out the victory that God has for us. So as we go through this list of fruit, now listen, this is going to, I promise you, it's going to challenge you. Why? Because... Most people are not in the in the church in America. We're not living out this fruit, and it's showing us. Wait a minute, are we actually doing what the Bible tells us to do? Yeah. You know, are we actually doing that? So again, right now, listen, share it. There's people. There are Christians that need to hear this message. Share the broadcast. Uh, also, one thing I wanted to tell you too is. We did get our podcast up and approved by Apple, so it's out there now. There's only one up because we got others that are in the can. They're waiting to go out, but uh, you can go ahead and search for What's Right on the Apple, the iTunes podcast, whatsright.com. The website's not up yet, but we're working on it. And uh, but you can search for What's Right and see the podcast. Listen to the first. Yeah. Listen to the first series. Let me know what you think about the intro and outro music. I like it. I do too. Do you like it's, it? Have you heard it? I haven't heard it yet. It's kicking. I like it. Yeah. I like it. it, it but I like what you did with the, that's right, with 
Yeah. Did see you what see you did the there. logo? The logo is cool too. Have you seen it? Mm -mm. Oh, I got to show it to you. It's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, so let's go. Let's start looking at the fruit. I'm gonna I'm gonna find that. Let's start looking at the fruit because finding this in the middle of the broadcast <laughs> is very important. You know. Did you find it? Squirrel. Ball, 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 squirrel. Squirrel. Well, pastor sent me the intro and outro music when George and I were driving in the car and we had the Bose speaker up. It, it, it was bumping. <laughs> bumping. Bumping. I'll have to show it to you later. Oh, I, I know where I can show it to you. Here you go. They're not going to be able to see it on here. See? Nah. You like yeah, that? I do. I like it. Yep. You'll have to go find it. <laughs> anyway, Ashley, yeah, I knew Ashley would like that. Ashley, go find it. Listen to it. The first episode, it'll be the first episode in a series of how to not miss God, how to avoid devastation in your life, and it's talking about being led. So, I don't anyway. know anyone who is able to listen to like more podcasts than Ashley. Like She's on she's it. On it. <laughs> yeah. Air high-fived Ashley. And uh, anyway, so talking about this fruit, first of all, what we see about fruit is fruit is very important to God. He expects us mm -hmm. to take on the responsibility of fruit. And we need to look at that fruit with faithfulness that says, I can do this. If God says I can do it, there's a principle in the word that says this. If, if you will give God what's in your hands. God will take that and add his supernatural power to it, add his unlimited strength yeah. to it, and turn it into something supernatural. Yeah. You know? So our job is not to say, well, all I'm doing is just bringing me and, and I'm never <laughs> going to get anywhere. Our job is not to do that. Our job is to say, Lord, I'll give you all of me. Yeah. Now do something with it. Yeah. You know? And he will. So He's looking for people that will say, okay, you want me to reach that fruit? I'm going to give you everything I can right now, and I'm expecting you, Father, to grow me, to build me, yeah. so that I'm producing this fruit all the time, much fruit. And so let's look at the fruit that the Bible says we should be walking in. So the first thing, uh, let's go on in here, and you can go ahead and talk about the first one. The first one is you should pray and your prayers will be answered. So we just covered that in John chapter 15 and verse 4. It says, and it talks about basically whatever in John 15, the 1 through 8, one of those verses in there says that when you pray, whatever you pray, your prayers will be answered. This is a fruit yeah. of abiding in the vine is that your prayers are answered. How many Christians do you know that when they pray, their prayers are always answered? You know, this is a fruit. Well, who's going to get all their prayers answered? I'm not telling you what Brian thinks. I'm telling you what the Bible says. He says when you pray, your prayers should be answered. Well, I just don't think that that's possible. That's the problem. Right. We're not taking our cues from the Bible. We're taking our cues from people around us and experience. Right. We need to be taking our cues here. This is, this is what we need. This is why we don't have fruit, because we've got no faith that what he said will actually come to pass. He, it literally says in 15.7, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Like, not a might, it, it will it be. It <laughs> will be done. Yeah. It will be done. And it, it says, ask whatever you wish. Yeah. Whatever you wish, it will be done. So number one fruit is prayers are answered. 
They should be answered on a very regular basis. Like not, you know, people today, somebody has a problem on Facebook. It's like, y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for me. And, uh, you know, they're not expecting it to actually happen. They're just, what they're doing is kind of wishing that if, if I can motivate enough people to pray that God will grant it. Send it mm-hmm. to 50 people. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I laugh every time. When it hits 51, the miracle will open from heaven. Because you know there's somebody going, I've only got 49. I've only got 49. Who's my 50? Share it, share it, share it. <laughs> so we're getting somebody else. We love you. I'm not, I'm not going to comment. Y'all know how I think about that. Yeah. Next fruit. If you look at the Great Commission, Mark chapter 16, Matthew chapter 28, and, and let's go to, let's look at Matthew chapter 10. The next fruit is you're preaching. <laughs> believers, not pastors, believers yeah. Are preaching in Matthew chapter ten. You see this with his disciples. He says, "Go and preach." Uh, Matthew ten verse seven. As you go, preach. Yep. So a fruit is you're preaching the great commission. Go and preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature. Mm-hmm. We should be proclaiming the goodness of God. Now listen. How often is that happening? Crickets. I was about to say that. (laughs) This is my point. If we were actually preaching about the goodness of God, our churches in America would look different. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Well, we're preaching every Sunday morning. You're you're preaching to believers. It doesn't say just preach to believers. We're talking about preaching to every creature, every creation. Listen, we've got to make sure that we are preaching the good news that we're winning souls, which is why I was talking about that earlier. We've got to move to that. We've got to move to the place where individual believers are constantly sharing their faith, sharing the good news, and winning souls and making disciples. People are preaching. It's not happening. I literally, you know, uh, I've done this so many times where I've had a conversation with somebody who is in ministry or something, and they're giving me all the reasons why they're not winning souls. That should not be. He who wins souls is wise. Mm-hmm. We, if we're moving towards wisdom and revelation, that means we should be winning more, mm-hmm. not giving reasons why we're not. We've got to preach the gospel, preach the good news. I think we're on that. A lot of people get hung up because when they see preach the good news, they think you're supposed to be a preacher to do that. But he's, he's not saying Mm-mm. go out and beat somebody over the head like a, you're going to preach a Sunday morning service while you're standing at the gas station. No, it's just talking, saying, hey. Do you, do you know God loves you? Do you know what he's done for you? Yes. It's not I go out there and I'm going to get my, my handkerchief out and I'm going to be spitting in your face while I'm beating you over the head with the Bible. It's just going out and tell, yes. tell them the good news and taking it to them. Yes. Because yeah. you might be the only source that they have for that. Yeah. Yeah, and of course your life preaches too. You know, like we talked about last night, we were talking about a situation where somebody y'all watched and you know, somebody treated me bad, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just responded with a smile. 
all right, you know. Uh, and, of course, people see that it preaches to them, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a proclamation yeah. of the goodness of mm -hmm. God. You know, we should be doing that, too. We should be living it, too. But we're talking about proclaiming, evangelizing, winning souls. That, yeah. That's an intention, a purpose thing, to go out and be winning souls, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, this is a preaching, a proclaiming of these things. Now, while we're here in Matthew 10, look at this. He says, look at verse 1, Matthew 10, 1. And he summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority. Now, you'll notice over in Matthew 28, it also says that all authority has been given to me. Yeah. Go, therefore. This mm -hmm. is the great commission to all of the church. Authority is, a, is another fruit. The third fruit would be an authority. Authority. So believers are walking not just with their prayers being answered. They're not just preaching. They're moving with authority. And so he gave his disciples authority. And that authority was over unclean spirits to cast them out and heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Now, it's interesting because this is before the cross, before the resurrection. Yeah. And the, his disciples were walking in this kind of authority because he dished it out. Are we to believe that after the cross and after the resurrection we have less authority? No. No, matter of fact, the Bible makes it clear that you now have all authority because Jesus gave it to you in Matthew 28. And then you even see over in Ephesians chapter 1 that Paul is praying that our eyes of, of understanding will be enlightened as to what we really have within us, the power of God, the same power that raised up Jesus from the dead. So the third fruit that you see, if you look here at verse 7, it says, As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick, yeah. raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. If you go over into another gospel book of Mark in the chapter 16, you see very similar where Jesus said it again, chapter 16, verse 15, go into all the world and preach the good news, the gospel to all creation. He who has believed, not he who is called the pastor. Right. Not he who's a prophet or an apostle or an evangelist, pastor or teacher. He who has believed. Believers. Yeah. This is the fruit of a believer, of people that abide in the vine. He who has believed and been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And then verse 20, And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word by the signs that followed. Yeah. So the third fruit, and I'll combine them here, is the third fruit that you should see on every believer is authority and power. Yep. Power and authority. So number one fruit, prayers are answered. Number two, we preach. Number three, power and authority is evident. And I'm yeah. talking about power you can see. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about you pray and, and the miracle working power of God yeah. starts to go to work. I'm talking about hands growing out. I'm talking about the dead being raised. I'm talking about demons coming out. Yeah. I'm talking about somebody tries to poison you and it doesn't even affect right. you. Like in Paul on the, on the island of mm -hmm. Malta, you know, when the snake bites him, he just throws it off and people are like, what? Who is this guy? Right. I'm talking about power. 
and authority. This is a fruit that believers, not just pastors, not, not just ministers, believers are supposed to be walking in. Right. Hey, Taylor McCann, his birthday was yesterday too. Happy birthday, man. He said, preach. Yes, sir. Okay, I'll do it. And uh, let's go on. Y'all got something on power and authority? I'm preaching. I'm, I'm like, y'all are along for the ride. I don't know if I want to get in the way of it. <laughs> y'all, y'all are like along for the ride. All right, so let's look at, if you see also in uh, Mark 16, it'll say that they're, that they're preaching. In Matthew 28, it says this. In Matthew 28, in that great commission, let's look at it. It says, And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them yeah. to observe all that I've commanded you. And, lo, I'm with you even to the end of the age. So one of the things that you see here is that they are teaching. They have revelation. They're walking in the fruit of revelation. Mm -hmm. So they have, they are, um, I guess the fruit would be a combination of revelation and teaching. Uh, this is a fruit that's supposed to be accompanying. Who is, as believers, who as believers is called, who as believers is called to make disciples? All of Everybody. us. Every believer. Everybody. Therefore, who of us is called to have enough revelation in us that we're actually teaching? We're walking with God so much so that we can help teach others. That's one of the things that we talk about on Mother's Day and Father's Day is even if you don't have physical children, even if you don't have physical you know, sons and daughters mm -hmm. uh, as a father or mother, you are called to be a spiritual father and mother to grow to the place where you are discipling people. The, the fourth fruit there is that you have revelation and you are walking in that. It's important that people, that people see that and they walk in that kind of fruit. You're not called to sit there. He says, be like a good Berean. Search these scriptures. They were more noble than the rest. They would go and search the scriptures and find out what was really so. He says, study to show yourself to approved. You should constantly be coming up to your pastor and say, look, I just found this in the Word. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Y'all do that all yeah. the time. I just found it. This morning, what you shared earlier, you're like, I just saw this. I think we may, might should share it. I was like, yeah, we should. Glory to God. <laughs> what, what just keeps popping up to me, I mean, we're, we're only like four or five in, but look, pray and your prayers will be answered. You're called to preach. Power's released through you. You have authority over every evil thing and diseases are healed and and you get revelation. This is every believer. This is not just the fivefold. This is not just the ascension gifts. This is every believer. This is what you're called to. Yes. Look at how awesome your life is called to be as a believer, as a disciple, not as a pastor, not as an evangelist or any of the amazing gifts that they are. Regular believers, you're mm -hmm. called to greatness. You're called to amazing things. And remind me when we get to the end of this to say this portion again. But here's what we literally need to do. Okay, fruit is important to God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fruit is important. I should not be in condemnation because I'm not producing fruit. But I should see it as a marker and an indicator of how well I am abiding in the vine. Yeah. So, and my abiding in the vine is very important to God. And when I'm abiding, I will have fruit. 
So I need to look at fruit and I need to lay out fruit. And I need to say, am I doing this on a regular basis? Mm -hmm. When's the last time I did this? When's the last time? Did I do this? Okay, check. Did I do this? No, I haven't done that. No, I haven't done that. No, I haven't done that. Okay, Lord, I need your help to step into that place. Start applying some faith to start checking those boxes. I need to say, when I pray, are my prayers answered? Or is it on a regular basis? When's the last time I prayed and a prayer was answered? Uh, When I go out, do I preach to people? Do I tell them about the good news? Yes? Great. Am I doing it, like, did I do it last week? Right. You know, if you didn't do, if you didn't preach and win the soul in the last month, that box is unchecked. That's not regular fruit. That's not, that's not much fruit, right? Mm -hmm. This should be a regular occurrence. And I'm not just talking, you know, I've I've watched pastors and, and ministers go, well, I'm just taught to teach other people. Listen, what you teach is a spiritual impartation. If you're, if it's not in you, it won't be in the people you're teaching. It will not be imparted and passed on. You've got to take responsibility. I had to, I had to challenge myself on this. I've got to become this. If I'm, if I'm raising up you know, soul winners, yeah. I can't not be one. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be one. Am I winning souls on a regular basis? Personally, right. not in outreaches, not on Sunday morning. Am I doing it personally? You know, yeah. uh, just, just last week I'm sitting there, I'm praising God over all the souls that are being won. We're sitting at a restaurant and these people are sitting next to me. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta lead them to Jesus. Yeah. I think they know Jesus, but we gotta go to another level. So I, I'm the pastor. I'm like, Hey, ha, can I pray for y'all? You know, and I, and we start going through the process in the end. Hey, you need to recommit to Christ. I think, you know, Jesus, but let's take it up a notch. Let's get it where it needs to be. I need to be winning commitments to Christ, preaching the good news everywhere I go. I need to check that box. Am I flowing in power and authority? Do I see the power of God manifesting in front of my eyes on a regular basis? Uh, John uh, 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 through 4. John says, look, the things we saw and heard and manifest and saw and heard and manifest. Yeah. And then he says, I'm telling you this so that you can have fellowship with us, so that you can see and hear and yeah. see those things manifest for you. Am I checking off the power of God flowing through my life? Because Not because I'm a preacher, because I'm a believer, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Am, am I flowing in those things? Am I, am I moving in revelation? Is revelation something that's coming? If I'm not checking those boxes on a regular basis, then I'm not flowing in fruit. And that's an indicator that something needs to change. Well, and you think of fruit as like gardeners. So you're given seeds to plant. God's called us to be stewards. Pastor Reese Jackson last week uh, was talking about what we're stewards over. And if these are gifts, these are fruits that God's called us to be a steward over, it's yeah. our responsibility to develop them, not just the ones that we like or the ones that come mm. most yes. naturally. Yes. Like I may like preaching, but if I don't win souls, I'm only part way of what God's called me to be. Like yes. I've got to develop. It's my responsibility to develop it. Yes, exactly. And it, this, we're not talking about fruit that's given just to one office. This is fruit for the believer. Right. This is, an, this is a universal global fruit 
for anybody who's a Christian and in the Word. These are, fruit, these are fruits that are, that are designed to be there for every believer right. when they're tapped into the vine correctly. And so we have to let that challenge us. Uh, when I started down this line of thinking, I'm telling you, I went, because as a pastor, I don't just need to see these fruit in me. My job is to see these fruit popping up in people mm -hmm. that are yeah. here in the church. It, am I seeing, you know, such and such walk in the fruit of power? Yeah. Am I seeing such and such walk in the fruit of revelation? Am I seeing them walk in winning souls and preaching the gospel in their prayers being answered? And the answer was, I'm not seeing it on a regular basis. Then I've got to question, question myself, am I being who God called me to be? That's right. Yeah, and the answer was no. But in order to be who God called me to be and help other, lead other people, I've got to have it for real in me yeah. in order for that when I preach, it's imparted spiritually. Because the things of God are not just mentally discerned. They're spiritually discerned. They're spiritually caught. And in other words, if, I'm, if I don't have it for real inside of me, what I spiritually uh, preach won't be caught correctly. Right. It won't be picked up by other people. It's got to be in me. This is what made Jesus stand out. Because when he preached, when Jesus preached, people said, where did you get this authority? Right. Yeah. Isn't this the carpenter? Aren't you from Nazareth? Are you from Galilee? You know, the armpit? Are you, what, what is, where did you come from? How do you have this authority? He had this authority because he was what he was preaching. Right. He wasn't preaching in hypocrisy. He lived it. He was it. He carried the yeah. fruit. He carried the good news. He, his prayers were answered. Yeah. Power was released. And he said, you'll do these works and greater. In other words, you'll have this fruit and more. So now we're looking at these fruit and we've got to allow ourselves to be judged by the fruits that the Bible says and say, am I walking where I could be? Right. Are my prayers answered? Am I preaching and winning souls? Am I walking in power and authority? Am I walking in teaching and revelation? And that, let's continue. I told you this is a challenging, challenging message. Where's the beef? Where's the fruit? Yeah. So if you look at uh, Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, carrying on with this, and, and this, you could include this in preaching. You could include this in preaching and winning souls, but I think it's a strong enough fruit that we need to include it as a fruit by itself. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, when the Holy Spirit, when you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. Yeah. The fifth fruit is a witness, an empowered witness. Yeah. An empowered witness. In other words, you're not just a witness, you're carrying a power to witness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a fruit for every believer to walk in. And we see over in Luke 3.16, John the Baptist said this about Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, he said, when he comes... He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. A fruit that we need to be walking, walking in is an empowered witness to be walking in the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the baptism of fire. Were you going to say something? I was just <coughs> there thinking like, you know, we're supposed to be fruitful. Well, the last part of that is full. So how can we be a witness if right. we're not full of fruit? Because yes. if we're only having one fruit... 
then can we share that with the world? One fruit's not gonna go very far, right? Right. So that's why we're called to be fruitful. Right. So that way we have it to give to everybody. Because right. one good. fruit's only gonna have so many seeds. Right. Yeah. But if we're full of fruit, that's an abundance of seeds. Yeah. And that's how you witness to all of the earth is carrying yes. the full fruit, not just a fruit or a couple of fruits. Right. It's that's fruitful. really good, Paul. Yeah. yeah. We're not we're not called uh, to just have our cup be full. We're not called to have just enough. Mm -hmm. We're called to have our cup overflow, running over. It's the same with fruit. It should be in abundance in our lives. Yeah. It shouldn't be where we have to question whether or not we can check the box of that fruit. Mm -hmm. It should be so overflowing that it's like an easy answer for mm -hmm. us. You know, um, and, and we have to be filled with this power to be as witnesses, which means one of the fruits is uh, the power to be witnesses, but in order to have the power to be wit a witness, the next thing is we're baptized in the Holy Ghost and we're leading people to be baptized yeah. in the Holy Ghost. Uh, Ephesians 5, and let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5, I believe it's verse 18. Yep. Nope, nope. Oh, I was like in Galatians. I was like, that's not working. <laughs> yeah, Ephesians 5.18. The word says that to, as a command, be filled with the Spirit. And this is not just a one-time feeling. This is an all-the-time feeling where we're constantly being filled with the Spirit. And then he says this. 19 and 20 and 21 really show us the fruit of being filled. It says, when you're filled with the Spirit, it shows us that you'll be speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. You'll have a worship in your heart, always giving thanks. And then in verse 21, and you're subject to one another. This is the fruit of being filled with the Spirit. So one of the fruits is being filled with the Holy Ghost. We want to make sure that we walk in the filling of the Holy Ghost. But here's the other question. When's the last time I led somebody to be filled with the right. Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. This is a fruit that I should be carrying, that I'm leading people to the place where they are being filled with the Holy Ghost. What? Which means you can't be scared of Holy Ghost. No, like. you can't. No. It's one of those things where we, we want to walk in that way. This is a part of being an empowered witness because he says, look, when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you'll be an empowered mm -hmm. witness. You'll be bold. You'll be confident, right? Like over in uh, Acts chapter 4, it said they noticed the boldness and the confidence. It was, and here's what they said. They could tell. Even though they were uneducated, they could tell they had been with Jesus. Yeah. There was a fruit of boldness on them because of the Holy Ghost, and they could tell they had been with Jesus. Yeah. Can people tell that you've been with Jesus? Yeah. We'll just leave that right there. Let's turn to <laughs> Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, the next fruit. So as, you know, number five is uh, believers will be empowered witnesses. Uh, we can put there uh, that they would be filled with the Holy Ghost. 
and leading people to be filled. Also, baptized with fire is important too. I'll throw that in there. Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is... What is it? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. One more time. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And one more time. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit, y'all. <laughs> fruit. You know, there's, uh, there's people that think that the thing that's missing out of church the most is love. And, yeah. and what a, what a bad so testimony. Sad. It's the worst testimony. And yet, that is a fruit that we should be walking in. In other words, we should see these things in our lives. We should see this fruit of the Spirit so evident in our life. People should recognize it. They should know it. They should walk in it all the time is the fruit. They should see us walking in love. They should see the joy of the Lord. You know, they should see it. Like we have real true joy, you know. They should see the peace of God. Like nothing upsets them, yeah. you know. Nothing, they have patience. Like they're just so patient. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. They should see these things on our life, you know. They should see all of this fruit of the Spirit. It's something we should be walking in. But the truth of the matter is like, man, go out to dinner with most believers in America and let them bring your steak medium when you said medium <laughs> rare. Oh, good gravy. Rapture better happen soon. I'm telling you. Let, <laughs> let them bring you the wrong thing. Let them have an attitude while they're serving you because, you know, don't you know I'm a child of the king. How dare you bring me a paper straw? I want a plastic straw. Paper straws are super nasty. They though. are nasty. <laughs> I can understand the feeling, but do you have the fruit to not go there? Do you have the fruit to not go there? I don't know. That. <laughs> I'm watching the delay. I'm going like, how dare you right there? When you're talking about getting upset steak, I was just, when Jay was pregnant with Oliver. <laughs> Is this going to be I'm a tell I'm so excited Jay's for you, Jay. <laughs> we were at Sagebrush. When? And they, we had a big party. She's laughing at so, you right now. She's probably not laughing at this moment now that she hears this. She's pregnant. This is, like, this is when she was like, big belly pregnant. We had like <laughs> 20, 20 people with us. She's a huge girl. They bring huge, everybody. Huge. <laughs> they brought everybody's food out, and they left the pregnant woman's food. It still wasn't ready. Oh. Like Jade was ready to waddle back to the kitchen and let them know you don't mess with the pregnant woman's food. <laughs> so when you did that, if there's an order you put in first, <laughs> that popped in It's my head. the pregnant woman. It just took me back to that moment. Just the pregnant waddle back there, like to the kitchen. Good job That's not so doing funny. it, Jade. <laughs> All right, so I know that I normally tell you to not do this. Like most of the time when you hear a message like this, like you shouldn't be thinking, oh, some, some, somebody needs to hear this. But th at this moment, if you're thinking, oh, somebody needs to hear this, Share this so they can find it. <laughs> yeah, don't tag them in it because that's don't that, tag them that, in. That would kind of be rude. You could do it in the com. You could do it in the comments. Like that wouldn't pop up as much and as much. It wouldn't. If they it did it right up. at this moment and it marks the time, <laughs> yeah. that would be a little telling. You just you just wait a little bit. 
wait until after the broadcast is done and then tag them and be like, just thought you'd like this. They probably will. And Deb said, I love you, Jade. Jade said, it's true. We waited like an hour for my food. She's still mad. Oh, yeah. Like, you know the cartoons where the steam, like, pops out the ears and, like, the nose? Like, that was one of those moments, like, everybody's plate. And was then her nose flaring? The only plate that wasn't there was the lady with the big belly. And we were doing, like, the baby reveal, too. So it's not like they didn't know she was oh, pregnant. Oh, my like, goodness. She wasn't just a fat lady. And they're like, it was obvious that she was a pregnant lady. So, like. It instantly, I like, it started. comment for her. Like, part like, of me is like. Like the Jesse Duplantis, <laughs> the hot sauce started rising. Like, you could see everything slowly just turning red. Like, <laughs> the hot sauce. <laughs> All right. Don't look at your clock. Do you know how, much, how long we've been talking? I do. I do. Holy mackerel. And we're not even halfway done. <laughs> well. And now what? everybody, don't tell them that. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. One so more clear. point. Just one. <laughs> Click. Just. All of a sudden, we're not we're done. Gone. Wait, wait. Catch it later. <laughs> I've, I've seen Pastor do this. Just give me 10 more minutes. 10. Min Would you give me 10 more minutes? All right, there's 10, 20, 30. Time yeah. is there right. There we go. So see? It's a good point. See, that's how. What now, is, what see, is now you told me your to secret. God. Yeah, yeah. You didn't say, you don't, you don't mean just 10. Ten from everybody. That's right. So now I've, right. I've called on your screen. It's a, it's a great, great thing. <laughs> Tiffany Jenkins said, ha ha, Jade, we've all had those moments at some point in our life. So, fruit of the spirit. Almost done. Ten more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> These are pastor tricks we're teaching right here. Anyway. We put that I'm, in my notes. There's several other ones. I've got some good ones. The Lord showed me how to do <laughs> First Peter 3.15, we won't go there. <laughs> I missed it. Paul's in a wobbly chair, y'all, and he's done so well to not move, but he's starting to get antsy. So if his chair collapses... I told collapses, you, I could not get excited today. <laughs> and it's happening, because I can feel the joy. If Paul wipes I want, out... <laughs> I want, I can, I want to see our monitor, like I want to, all right, this is my dad moment. Paul, sit up straight. <gasps> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm afraid if I sit up straight, I'm going to go more. down. That's why I'm like, every I time really I move, I'm like, might have been. <laughs> that's why every once in a while, I'll, I'll get my three points of contact and I'll have one foot on the floor. To <laughs> How much money? <laughs> what will it take? I don't know. See this? See this? <laughs> this chair is really wobbly. That right there is strength oh, from God. the Lord. To the chair. <laughs> Straight joy. It'd be my favorite episode. Weebles ever. wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> oh man. Weebles wobble. So the next fruit. What have we what have we done so far? Prayers are answered. Priscilla's got our verse. That's good. Prayers are answered. We preach. Win souls. Power. We got real joy here. Real fruit. <laughs> Power and authority. Please fall. I'm trying so hard not to. So right now, both of them are like, dang it, I thought this only happened on Sunday morning yeah. and at the Holy Ghost service. This is a fruit. <laughs> We're the bearing joy witness of the Lord. Bearing witness <laughs> and the joy. Look at that. Two and one. Very strong. The force. The joy is strong with you. 
A little water. He's legitimately crying. I'm not gonna make him suffer. <laughs> yeah, could, don't do that. Don't. I could. I could prolong this, but we're gonna just we, leave it. No. Were no, you here when not gonna do it. Called me like, or said, I don't remember what he said, but he prayed for me. And as he prayed, he goes, "Christian Rickroll." <laughs> like I, I would have thought I'd got hit with something. Christian oh, Rickroll. I don't remember what you said, but I. <laughs> I remember doing so it, but I don't long. remember the context. <laughs> That was funny. Whatever it was was really funny. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Game face. Yeah, nice try. Yeah, we're gonna hold. <laughs> All right. As here, his we'll eyes are him. like Holy Spirit glazed over. <laughs> These are not drunk on wine as you see. <laughs> These are not drunk as you suppose. I wonder if we've got any religious people. They're like, what? Well, so we they don't anymore. Out. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they click the X. I'm done with this. I'm not gonna do that today. Hang in there when they thought that we had a longer period of time, but then we started laughing. This is a good one. <laughs> the time got some of them gone. Somebody's laughing. I can't. And then as soon as the joy hit, wait, that's not right. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. Oh. It's Professor Lemon Face. <laughs> So we were talking about fruit, and the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. joy. <laughs> this is a fruit. Joy, joy, joy. Down in my heart. Where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a fruit of the Spirit, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. We talk about fruit, it, and that one just always comes out every time fruit's mentioned. That one just pops up. Oh man. Okay. Hey y'all. Next fruit. Serious. We're not immature. That is a way for it to only be half. If that keeps happening, <laughs> we'll be like, yeah, he'll. More fruit. First Peter three fifteen. It says that you are supposed to be able to give a response for the hope that is within you. Hope in the Bible is joy, joyful, confident expectation. So we're supposed to walk in hope. How many people, how many Christians do you see like, y'all just pray for me, you know, it's like 
it's another bad day and, and stuff's happening. That's not hope. That's not biblical hope. We're supposed to be walking in hope, joy, confidence, expectation. This is a fruit that is supposed to be so evident that people are saying, what is so different about you? It's yeah. a fruit. You know, and this is a good way to check. Do you have that fruit? Do you have people asking you, how do you stay so positive? How do you stay so joy, joyful, confident, and expectant in the things of God? If you don't have people asking that, then you can go to a higher level in it, yeah. right? This is how. The next fruit is this. If you look at Isaiah 60, this is, well, let, let's not go there yet. Let's go to <laughs> Ephesians 5, 8 and 9. Ephesians 5, 8 and 9. It, uh, start, yeah. You were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. So the, the next fruit is, what number is this? Seven. The seventh fruit is that you are walking in holiness and righteousness. In other words, you're not looking for ways not to walk in godliness and holiness. You're looking for ways to walk in that. Um, I had a situation not too long ago where uh, it was going to cost Nicole and I about 400 extra dollars a year. It was three to 400 dollars extra a year. And somebody told me, they said, you don't necessarily like that's kind of what the letter of the law says but you can say this and you don't have to pay that and that's what you know people do yeah. and I was like no I'm not looking for a way listen we walk in a righteousness of God if that's if that's their rules if that's their laws I'm going to trust God for the extra three or four hundred dollars and I'm going to walk in holiness I'm going to walk in righteousness I will not have my conscience defiled so that my faith doesn't work I'm going to walk in that it's the fruit of people that are believers is they walk in righteous and things that are right they walk in ways where they abstain even from the appearance of evil. It's a fruit. So they walk in those things. Uh, let's look at this as well. Uh, looking at uh, the last fruit here. I believe we've covered them all. The last fruit is uh, Isaiah 60 verse 1 through 2. Now I want to tell you this is not an extensive list. But it's a list of fruit that is definitely should be on every believer. It's evident some of the main things that we should be seeing. In Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1 through 3, one of my, whoops, one of my favorite uh, passages. Get there, get there, get there. Trying so hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Arise. That way. Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come. Your light. He's, he's not just saying his light. He's saying your light, your revelation, your revelation yeah. and your glory. Uh, so, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the people's. <clears throat> But the Lord will rise upon you. The Lord will rise upon you. The glory of the Lord, uh, 
and his glory will appear upon you. Yeah. Nations will come. Now, he's not just saying it's his light. He says, nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. In other words, the last fruit will be the glory of the Lord and there will be promotion also in your life. You'll have revelation, glory, and promotion so that God can have the glory. Uh, you may want to break those down into two different ones. One would be glory and the second one would be uh, favor and promotion. So you can see these fruit. There's fruit all over the world. <clears throat> this is fruit that we should be walking in. We should be seeing this constantly in our life. And so as we go back through them, if somebody wants to type out what all of them are in one post and we'll pin it. Uh, one of the things that we want to do, we want to see our prayers answered. Yeah. We want to preach and win souls. We want to see the power of God released. And I'm not talking about, oh, I just felt him. I'm talking about arms growing out. I'm talking about power of God knocking devils off of people, the anointing of the Lord. And then, uh, then we also want to see, I'm, I'm doing these from memory, so... Uh, <coughs> We want to see that the power and authority is released in that, in that way. We want to be his witnesses. We want to be filled with the Holy Ghost and leading people to be filled with the Holy Ghost and filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit and baptized with that fire. We want to see the glory <coughs> of God. We want to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. We want to walk in holiness and righteousness. Uh, we want to have uh, revelation. We want to be able to have revelation and teach and make disciples. We want to walk in the glory and we want to walk in favor and mm -hmm. promotion. This is fruit that we are called to walk in all the time. And if we haven't been there, okay, let's just say, you know what? I've not checked many of those boxes, if any. But from this point forward, I want to check those boxes because this fruit <coughs> is an indicator of my relationship with God. If I'm abiding in the vine, I will have fruit yeah. in my life. Now, I want us to review this. What fruit have we actually seen in the American church? Have we seen prayers constantly being answered in people? No. Have we seen uh, people constantly winning souls you know, and preaching and proclaiming the good news? No. Mm -mm. Have we seen the real power of God yeah. and the <clears throat> authority of God? No. Have we seen revelation and teaching to make disciples? Now that one we've seen. Uh, that one I would say we've seen on a more regular basis. But let's make it personal, not just in the church. Have we seen it in individuals? Like, like are, they, are they constantly receiving revelation <coughs> on a regular basis because of their time with the Lord? Not there. Mm -hmm. So we've seen it in the corporate, but not in the other. What was the next one? Uh, after that, have Revelation we, power. have we seen people walking in the baptism of the Holy Ghost as a majority? Some, some, but as much as they should. When's mm -hmm. like when's the last time you led somebody to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Now y'all've done that, but have has most of the church been walking in such a way that they could help lead people to the baptism to be empowered to be witnesses? Most of the church has it, right? Uh, how about, uh, hey, Michael Braswell, good to see you. Um, 
how about they are walking in the fruit of the Spirit? The world would say no. <laughs> the world would say no. And if that's the, what the world says, that's the perception. And that's the appearance of evil or not, right. right? The world would say no. So regardless of whether we think we are or not, we obviously need to step it up. Have we, have we seen them walking in, in holiness and righteousness? No. Have, have we seen uh, walking in the glory of the Lord and revelation? No. No. Have we seen, no, because, I mean, Moses had to hide his face because of the glory. The little glory came in, wiped out all the, every now and then we'll see it, but is it a regular much fruit? Right. No. no. Have we seen, uh, the last thing, favor and promotion? We have seen that some, but not like it should be. Mm-mm. And we've seen it here, you know, but is it on the level that it should be? So we're going over all these fruits, and there are obvious gaps in every single one of them. And then we start to wonder why the world is the way it is. Right. Because the believers <coughs> have not gone to the source, found the fruit, and said, let me believe, let me give you me. And help me rise up to the place where fruit is evident on my life. Where's the fruit? And when we get to that place, we can start to say, okay, because how, can, how are you ever going to believe for fruit if you, don't, if you think that you don't have a lack of it? Right. I, I had nothing oh, you, okay, you I raised the microphone yes. up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very challenging. And pastors that are watching it, they ought to be saying... If I don't see fruit in people's lives, am I pastoring? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the answer is no. I don't care how many people are in that church. You know, we are starting to see it mm-hmm. on a regular basis. But it took years to turn the atmosphere. It took years actually for me to change that in me. And so once we started doing that, then everything started changing. Don't be condemned because the fruit boxes can't be checked. Don't be condemned by that. Just say, hey, let me see where God can take me. He is always leading me to triumph. He's always leading me to that place. The beginning, before we wrap up, do y'all have anything else? I got something to share at the end. When you were talking about uh, pastors taking that to challenge themselves, I'd, I'd encourage everybody to challenge yourself. Like, Are the people around you being influenced like that? <coughs> Like the teams that you yeah. oversee, the p- people you work with, is your family being influenced like that? And parents, especially fathers, like you're the head of the household. You can change the tide <coughs> of what your home looks like. Moms, you create the atmosphere of your home. You can influence the direction of your family. It's not lost just because you see a child not serving Jesus. Your decision to bear fruit will last for generations. You can totally change your entire realm of That's living. Right. And people can't, you, <clears throat> you don't get hungry for the fruit until you taste the fruit. Right. So the people without fruit, they need you to bring the fruit to them so they can have a That's taste of it good. and yeah. grab the hunger for it and, and yearn to grow in it themselves so then they can be the one to take it to yeah. the next person. That's and really if you're good. in a place where you're not seeing fruit of the Spirit, like if you're in a church that you don't see this on a regular basis, then I'd encourage you to seek counsel and seek the Lord on whether or not that's a church for you. Yeah. Yeah, this is when, when people are looking for a church, one of the things that they should be looking for is 
Not do, is, does that church make me comfortable. They should be saying, is there fruit in the pastor? Right. You know, and is there fruit being produced in the people? Right? And so they can look at these. Are they winning souls? Are they leading people to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Are they, are they walking in the power of God? Are they seeing their prayers answered? Are they seeing favor and promotion? Are yeah. they seeing the glory of the... Are they, are they, you know, even if they're not seeing all of that, are they on that track? Right. Are they right. on that track? Because I think all of us can improve. I, we, I know we can improve mm -hmm. here. But we are seeing a lot of that fruit here uh, because we made it a focus. Uh, Tiffany... Uh, Tiffany said this, can you address the time frame? In the natural, some fruit trees uh, take sometimes years to produce their first fruit. Should we expect immediate fruit? Um, I think that there's some fruit that you'll see immediately. You'll start to see uh, even an expectation, like one of the fruit is hope, right? That's an expectation. Your expectation should immediately rise. Uh, your uh, joy should start to immediately <laughs> rise when you give yourself to this fruit. You should start having revelation by your time with the Lord. Uh, joy, joy, Dude, joy. Just, I'll just keep yeah. on. <laughs> and uh, you should see some immediate fruit. But some things, you know, it may take you longer to get to the place where you're operating in a healing fruit than somebody else. But you shouldn't be believing for a length of time. You should be believing that you'll get there as fast as you can. But some people have had a lot of teaching, like, against healing. And some people have never had any teaching, so they just take it. You know, they just expect it right away. <clears throat> so it kind of depends on where you come from and how much bad doctrine has to be worked out in that in that sense as far as fruit goes so i think i think it could be different for different people but what we should be doing is believing that the fruit will be quick and uh, that's putting our faith in god well and you think of who are some of the best people to soul win and they're brand new believers yes. and it's because yes. the fire of the hunger is real to them and it's immediate so i think yeah. some fruit like people place on a higher pedestal like i'm not yet a soul winner but you're a soul winner the second you accepted Jesus, and he changed your life, and he changed who you were. Amen. That's good. That's good. Uh, Colleen just said, good afternoon, guys. My prayers were answered. No surgery for Hunter. Amen. We are so That's happy awesome. about that. I saw right. that right before we went uh, live today. That is great. great. He doesn't have to have surgery because that wouldn't have been good. Tiffany said, uh, hey, I love the fact that y'all are interacting and asking questions. And if, uh, like Deb, if you saw anybody in there ask a question that we missed, let us know. Um, should our fruits look exactly like other people's fruits? Well, I don't think so. Now, what we talked about today were pretty much general fruit. Uh, but at same, in other words, these are, these are fruits that should be on every believer, and they look like Jesus in that way. Um, we, we should be walking in this fruit, but will some people have giftings in certain areas? Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But overall, we should be seeing all of this, this fruit. So. I stumped Paul because I asked him what kind of fruit he would be as a fruit. So now he's thinking. Kind of fruit. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> I, that would be interesting. Janet mm -hmm. said, Powerful. Thank you. Help me tremendously. Glory to God, Janet. That's awesome. Uh, Tony Archuleta, what's yes. up, man? Good Everybody to see you. Welcome. We're, we're wrapping Everybody up. 
Um, I would, you know, listen, I'm going to, I got one more thing for you before we leave, but before I get into that, make sure that you share this, just like it helped you, Janet, there'll be other people that need to hear it. You might not think it would help them, but yet that's exactly what they're looking for. Share the broadcast and, uh, we love you. We're, I, what I want to tell you is this fruit comes from you abiding in Christ. Uh, so where does the fruit begin? It begins in your relationship and your fellowship with Jesus. In other words, you're never going to have the fruit that you need if your relationship yeah. is lower than it should be. So right now, just decide, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my relationship up right now. I'm going to take my relationship <coughs> up right now. And just pray with me. Just say, Father, right now, Father, right now. I desire that my fruit would be full. I, I desire that, that my fruit, fruit would be full. That I would have much fruit in your kingdom. That, that I would have much fruit in your kingdom. And I know that it comes by abiding in the vine. And, and I, I know, know that, that it comes by abiding in the vine. vine. Jesus, I just ask you right now. Jesus, I just ask you right now. That you would help my relationship. That you would help my relationship. Show me where I need to be. Show me where I need to be. And I thank you for giving me the strength to get there. And I thank you for giving me the strength to get there. And to stay there. And to stay, stay there. there. And Jesus, you're my Lord. And Jesus, Jesus you're, you're my Lord. Lord. You're the director of my life. You're, you're the, the director, director of my life. life. You call the shots. You, you call, call the shots. shots. You give me commands. You, you give, give me commands. commands. You tell me what to do. You, you tell, tell me, me what, what to do. do. And I will be obedient and willing. And, and I will be obedient and willing. And I will eat the good of the land. And I will eat the good of the land. And I will have fruit. And I will have fruit. I believe you died for me. I believe you died When I was all messed up with sin. When I was all messed up with sin. I believe that sin took you to the cross and the grave. And I, and I believe that, that sin took you to the cross and the grave. And that the Father brought you back to life. And that the Father brought you back to life. And raised you up. And, and raised you up. And seated you in heavenly places. And seated you in heavenly places. And when he raised you up, Jesus. And when he raised you up, Jesus. I was found in you. I was found in you. Raised up with you. Raised up with you. And seated with you. And seated with you. Abiding in you. Abiding in you. And being fruitful. And being fruitful. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Jesus. I ask that you baptize me. I ask, I ask that, that you, you baptize, baptize me with the Holy Ghost. With the Holy Ghost. Baptize me. Baptize me. With fire. With fire. To be the witness you've called me to be. To be the witness you've called me to be. And to strengthen me. And to strengthen me. To bear the fruit that I'm called to. To bear the fruit that I'm called to. Help my prayers be answered. Help my prayers be answered. Help me preach you. Help me preach you. Help me walk in power and authority. Help me walk in power and authority. Help me have revelation and teach and make disciples. Help me have revelation and teach and make disciples. Help me stay filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. Help me stay filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. To be your witness. To be your witness. Help me walk in righteousness and holiness. Help me walk in righteousness and holiness. Help me walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Help me walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Help me walk in the hope of joy confidence and expectation. Help, Help me, me walk in, in the fruit of joy, confidence hope, and expectation. Hope, joy. <laughs> yep. Help help me walk Air in the them. glory. And help me walk in uh, the help favor and promotion of God. Favor and promotion of God. 
And Lord, let me be a light. And Lord, and Lord let, let me, me be a light. That carries this. That carries this. Into the world. Into the world. My church. My church. And my family. And my family. My home. My home. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for being with us today. We love you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great, great day. Any parting comments? See you. Cut it out. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> At what point did you plan that? I didn't plan it. That was, <laughs> that was 